everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past two days in the NBA. That's right, we're doing post-game finals episodes because why not? <laughs> I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Malv. What up, everybody? What up, Malv? Game two, man. We lost game two. We're going to win game two. <laughs> I told you. What I tell you? <laughs> Shout out to Ricky. Ricky P. Let's get into it, shall we? Right. The Phoenix Suns take game two. They're up 2-0. They win by 10 points, 118 to 108. I didn't catch the first quarter. Don't worry, bro. I got you because I didn't watch the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So we can, we can flip yeah. all those signs. Okay. Yeah. But, but um, thoughts off of the bat? 10 10 felt like the magic number to me. It felt like the Phoenix Suns were in control throughout most of that game, but Milwaukee, once they just like got it down to 10 points or a little bit less than 10 points, it always felt like Phoenix had something in the bag. They were always coming back like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Well, I told you what I tell you before this on our last episode. I told you the Suns are going to take this game. You said they weren't. You said the Bucks are going to. I told you these fools have been gelling, bro. They're gelling. They're playing real basketball. And because you said that number 10, right, you're talking about the passes. That's real basketball. That's exactly what I enjoyed. Everybody touched the ball, and it didn't matter who made it, you know? It, it was like a fusion of Golden State and San Antonio basketball. The oh, way, the yeah, way like uh, the, Phoenix was moving the ball. I like that. I like that. I like the. I see the movement with Golden State, but, like, I see, like, the true non-selfishness of, like, the Spurs. You know, like I think that's Chris Paul's influence, mm-hmm. and just you know him being that that great leader that everyone says he is. But uh, would you like to talk about the Phoenix Suns or the Milwaukee Bucks first? Let's go with the winners, man. I'm having a good one with the no longer the Mirages. <laughs> Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns and uh, Mikael Bridges. I told you again, he comes up with another game, man. What do you have, like 27 points? Yes, he did. He Dude. was the leading. Actually, no, he was not the leading scorer. Devin Booker was the leading scorer. Mikael Bridges off the bench, 27 points, seven rebounds, one assist. Wow, it felt like a three-pointers after three-pointers, and, and that's what it was. It was a historic— yeah, you have Bridges making half of his, bro. You have him making half of his. The Phoenix Suns, as a unit, shot 50% from the three-point line. 20 out of 40. That's some legendary stuff right there. Oh, yeah. To Milwaukee's credit, though, even with that historic three-point shooting, they were still in the hunt in the fourth quarter. We'll talk about the Bucks in a little bit, but, um, yeah. Mikel Bridges, 27 points. Devin Booker— Again, man, he, fucking he, killing it. What a, like, he's living up to year. that tattoo. This is his year, bro. It's the shoes. It's the tattoo. I'm impressed, dude. Sh- shot after shot. And they were super, super well defended. 31 points, five rebounds, six assists. What do you got to say? Legendary. <laughs> yeah. Booker is legendary, bro. Look at this. I got this off of ESPN. But this is his eighth game with 30-plus points in the playoffs. This is his first team. And his first... Series in, you know, his first time in the playoffs, bro. Think of that. Eight out of 18 games. 30-plus points from him. That's fucking crazy. Like, we were talking about this whole postseason. The youngins are here, and he is showing it. I don't know who's one and two right now because they're both just gelling together, you know? CP3, he's like, he sees it here. He's taking it. Book, he gives it to Book, and Book makes his magic, man. Like, this is fucking crazy. Like, they're going to win if they continue to play this way. DeAndre Ayton, a little bit of a quiet performance. Uh, we were giving him all those crazy stats and accolades. He was on these lists with Shaq. Yeah. He was, he, no, he was on these lists with you know 
Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, and uh, even, I think Jeff Van Gundy's like, he's not on that list quite yet, and uh, I would have to agree with that. He had 10 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, but Monty Williams, he did give him that you know, motivational pep talk. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't watch that. So, uh, you know how they do the behind the mic or something yeah, yeah. wired? And yeah, uh, the coach was just like, hey man, don't worry about this. You are you. You know, just kind of just motivating him, encouraging him, and uh, you know, that's what you want to see, especially in the finals. So, you just... No, they need it too, because like, again, this is all, mainly all of their first times doing this. So, like, there might be a head game that they don't even know, you know. So, you need the coach to be like, hey, you're good, bro. Don't even trip. This is just another game, you know. And the good thing is your your other teammates, your brothers out there, we're staying afloat. We're being ahead. We're charging still, you know. Like, we'll get you on game three. You're going to have an explosion, you know. All right. Well, moving on to the next Phoenix Suns contributor. CP3? <laughs> Chris Paul, exactly. 23 uh, points, four rebounds, eight assists. Just his presence, though. Yeah. And, we were mentioning it earlier, especially when they were playing the Clippers, the Suns were, in late game where it just felt like very high stakes and no one was slowing the tempo down. It felt like that was uh, was happening in this game, especially in the fourth. He was hitting super timely shots. Oh, my God, bro. Everything and, was going. And I just, uh, we're going to talk about this right now because it's really <laughs> bothering me. Milwaukee in the fourth, they had cut it to, I think, six. And it felt like momentum was in their side. And they called the timeout. And Chris Paul, he's in the corner going for a three-pointer, and no one is reaching out. No one is even charging. Just make an effort, the Milwaukee Bucks. I see Giannis. He's just doing nothing. He's just letting him do it. Chris Paul has time to set his shot. It's a swish. And and that's when I knew that was kind of the nail in the coffin. There was, I think, four or five minutes left, but to me it was just like, oh, it's over. The energy was beaten. Yeah, because the momentum. wasn't there. No, it wasn't there. It was super frustrating from the Milwaukee Bucks side. Uh, (laughs) I told you. I told you they're gonna lose, bro. Jake but Crowder, even that, how close it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Even though how close it was, like I still felt their energy was like you're bringing up. It was off. The Suns want this. That's it, what it feels like. The Suns want this, you know, or their or their heads are really in the game, you know. Even them being trailing from, I think it was like 12 plus from the beginning. I like what you said there, Mouth. It feels like the entire Suns team wants this, whereas for Milwaukee, it only feels like Giannis, Giannis wants yeah. this. Yeah. Another key contributor, Jay Crowder, he stepped up. He only had one point last game. He had 11 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Suns and four, they're halfway there. Right. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks now, right? Hey, why the buck not? Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's funny. That's funny. Yes. Got to start off with the man, the myth, the, the best player. <laughs> the only player that showed up. <laughs> right. The man, the myth, the Giannis. <laughs> Solid game, bro. Solid game from a solid player, but you don't win championships off one solid player. You need the whole team, and we were just talking about this the last game. Where's his other players? They, they're here and there. You got to show up every time, even if you lose during the, the finals. It was super inconsistent for the rest of the team. However, for Giannis, I do feel like he has established himself as the best player uh, of the series so far. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's better than Booker. I think he's better than uh, Chris Paul. Just his yeah. his intensity and, and the fact that he was dominating the third quarter like that. You didn't catch the fourth, but you did see him dominate in the third, yes? Yeah, but I would say just best player right now, like skill-wise and everything, but like not the best player really. Less than two weeks ago, you thought his ACL was torn off. It was incredible what he was able to do. 20 points in the third quarter. There was a stat on the broadcast. I think Michael Jordan against the Suns. Uh, he had 22. That was the most uh, uh, in a quarter in finals history. Full so, circle, man. A little bit full <laughs> circle. But yeah, going back to Giannis, though, if he just can hit 
five more of those free throws, <laughs> it's a completely different fourth quarter. Or those threes. No, 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 no. He made one. He made one. He made one, but still. Stay in the paint, and that was another thing for the Bucks. It was just when they don't make their three points, it's just very sloppy. It felt like at times that the Bucks were just playing one-on-one ball instead of being as a unit. I didn't see that vocal leader you know, on the court. Mm. I saw Giannis you know, really go at his teammates in the timeout. You know what I saw a lot, what you were saying, especially with their missed threes and stuff, was the Suns going for those rebounds. They were getting it. They were doing the scrappy plays. I know Aiden had like two steals, I think. I don't know if they were called steals or deflections, but they were like at the top uh, the top core of the Bucks, and he easily just, boom, just a handout, bro. Like he just got him easily. And that means your offensive player just isn't even fucking protecting the ball well, you know. They're cruising up to the basket, but it's like, no, bro, protect the ball and then shoot, you know, with aggression. And the fucking Suns, every time I saw it, there was a rebound, a loss, a loose ball. Everybody was going for it. It wasn't just, oh, just have Aiden go for it. Like, no, everybody was going for those, you know? And I didn't see that from the Bucks really. I just felt like Milwaukee had their opportunities. We talk about that crazy three-point shooting. They were still in the game in the fourth. I had just mentioned this. Uh, Chris Middleton, wherefore art thou? Because <laughs> uh, he had a really good game last game. He had a really good third quarter game one. For your number two dude, he had 11 points, eight assists, six rebounds. I know him and Drew Holiday are going to be, you know, guarding yeah. Devin Booker and Chris Paul like a blanket, but... Giannis needs help. You said that. Mm-hmm. No player can win it on his own. And what I say, no Brooke Lopez either, bro. What I told you about him too, man. Eight points, nine rebounds for Lopez. A uh, little bit flat. And I told you, just like I told you, I think these young legs, man, they just get like the best of him. That's what it's looking like to me on the switches and everything. Like he's just looking a little bit slower than everybody. Pat Connaughton, he did contribute. He had some very timely three pointers. He d- he did the best that he could for a bench player. PJ Tucker. I think the best thing for PJ was his shoes. <laughs> you know, his, his pregame shoes. You saw him with the Air McFlies. He comes up with the fly yeah, shit, bro. Yeah. I think He's they're a... called the Nike Air Mags, but yeah, the, just the call Air them Mag. the Air McFlies. Like, that's no, just you want to cool get sued? <laughs> Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Willie, no. <laughs> Shout out to the Simpsons. But you want more from these you know, additional supporting cast members. No, but what gets me angry, too, is like I told you it's, it's inconsistency from these guys. I told yeah. you that like multiple different games. Like They both have games here and there. But, like, that's what I hate about the media and shit, too. Like, they praise them hardcore, you know, Middleton, off Middleton's last game, you know, Andrew Holiday's one game. But then, like, nah, fool, they're showing you your, these are their real colors. Just say, like, they're pretty dope players, but they're here and there. Something, you know, that's what they really are. And they need to be there right now because this is going to be embarrassing for the Bucks if they lose this for sure. I mean. Mm, embarrassing. Third I mean, year in a row, bro, that you had expectations to win it. You're telling me he's the best player on the court. The last two seasons that he was going up, he was that he was the fucking season MVP. Yes. How, how is this not an embarrassment? How is this not anything? Okay, well, comparing you know? those previous seasons. They, they didn't even go against stellar teams, I thought. You know, I don't think they were going against, like, Bulls, uh, Pistons kind of mode. You know, I think more of the embarrassing factor is the fact that they had championship expectations in those previous seasons and failed to get out of, you know, the, the second round. So at least they're in the finals this year. Yes, they want to win. Sometimes you just have these teams. You know what this reminds me of a little bit of like the 2011 Mavericks when they just like 
came out and shocked everybody. That's true. Uh, you they know, because they the took out. Round. Yeah, remember they swept the Lakers. That I remember. I think they like, what the yeah. fuck? And look, the, the Suns beat the Lakers, yeah. who were the defending champs as well. So, so there's a little bit of full circle. That was ten years ago too. Damn, it's like a ten year cycle, right? 2011, 2021. Damn, are you Aztec? Uh, Mayan warrior, <laughs> Aztec warrior. Uh, shout out. What is that? Next Friday? Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. So funny. Ice Cube. We need to do Sabado. Right. <laughs> we're gonna do the brown version, a brown reboot. <laughs> Okay, going back to the Bucks though, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna still double down on this. The Bucks can block because yeah, yeah, there is but, a block party. But that block, yeah, there yeah. was one shot after. Like the Suns, they came for the fucking ball. Bro. I know, I know. That's it, what I'm talking that's what about. Bothers me. That's, that's what, what I'm talking me. about. That's why the last block it, you brought up, it, those blocks don't give a don't fucking matter. If you don't fucking win the game. But look, look, those are very highlight momentum plays, but there's no one else giving a second effort, and that's all Phoenix is doing, those second and third efforts, and, and it gets frustrating because I am rooting for Milwaukee. I have them uh, in seven. Hey, what did I say? I said Milwaukee in seven. Where were you? Oh, yeah, you showed up, bro, showed but up. your team did it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we lost game two. We're going to win game two. <laughs> Shout out to Ricky P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they did have some good blocks. Um, Yo, they were nasty. I liked them. But like I said, effort. Where is it, bro? We'll find out. Well, the Deer District, they got to show up. Milwaukee, I think the game four, game three is Sunday, 4 p.m. Yeah. I'm expecting a very raucous crowd. And um, Cream City yeah, yeah. going up. <laughs> you better cream all over them. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is really the game, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but imagine, though, some bizarre Chris Paul shit. Where he's up 3-0, and then he collapses. That'd be fucking insane. Why are you bringing this into existence? Fuck, I'm sorry. Get it out of my team. (laughs) Get it out of here. Oh, shit. Imagine, though. The Suns really need to hit that. That'd be crazy. 3-0? Yeah. Should we talk about a preview game three, or are we still going on game two? Uh, What else can we... I was just, you know, like I said, they had their opportunities. They just got to second, third more efforts and just trust each other. Be more vocal. I see the effort from Giannis, but but I, I just you know trust each other a bit more, and uh, I guess this is this is all their first time. This is all their growing pains as well. They're going to learn, you know. This was them on the road. The Phoenix Suns took care of home yeah, court. Yeah, but they've been the, to the playoffs together or iterations of themselves for two to three years, bro. They should be looking better. You know, I'm just looking at the eye test. You've seen it when teams are just flowing. That's what I call it. You know, and that's what the Suns have been doing the last two games. The last series, you know, and it started with the Lakers, you know, definitely with the Clippers. But I don't see that with the Bucks, bro. I see it just like they don't know what to do. And it's like, how do you not know what to do by now? If I have any suggestions for Milwaukee, because I know they're listening, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, close out a bit more on defensive rotations. That was a historic three-point shooting team. You're not going to assume, hopefully, this isn't a Golden State team or something Ooh, like that. I don't know. But they could get super hot. Mm-hmm. Just close out a bit more. Defensive rotation, just a bit more effort. And, and I think they can win this game. Game three. They have to. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, that's enough talk, I think, for game two. We got a couple more things that we want to talk about. You want to move on to oh, that yeah, now? let's go. Cool. Moving on to the next order of business, the NBA. 75 years. Woo. Happy anniversary. So the NBA actually revealed a new logo on Wednesday for the upcoming 2021-2022 season. And it's uh, Jerry West. It's the number 75. And uh, it's, a, it's a diamond. I know. I low-key like it. I like it. I think it. it's pretty dope. I think I'm going to buy a jersey with it. it actually, it looks- that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with the announcement of the whole NBA 75th anniversary, I don't know if you remember All-Star Weekend for the 50th anniversary. They had the 50 greatest oh, I loved players. It. Yeah. So are they going to add 25 more? And who, who is it? 
They should. They should. You have to. That'd be dope. Every 25 years, you yeah. have to add a new class, you know, because yeah. there always is not maybe like during a 10 year stance, maybe there's like five really, I think like good, you know, like good solid players. Like I can't remember that list, but I'm pretty sure that list is old. I don't know if Kobe was in there. No, he was not. Okay, he had just then, ended okay, the that's our okay. Then there's so many from our generation yeah. that he Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, guys who just went into the Hall of Fame this year. You know, um, Steve Nash, Steve LeBron, Nash. LeBron, fuck, Kevin Durant, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol. No, mm, yeah, okay, okay, I no. agree. Maybe that's the best foreign. Yeah, yeah. No, best I think I think list. that's Dirks. Him? Dirk is probably the best foreign player. Oh, uh, it's Luca. It will be. It will be. You didn't <laughs> let me finish. You didn't let me finish. Luca has the potential to surpass all of these people. Yeah. Luca's probably for the hundred year. But no, like that means a whole bunch of people in our generation, like we have to see, they have to put in the list, which is gonna be hard to top with twenty five. Curry, James Harden. Yeah, there's so many. Clay uh, Thompson. What? James Harden and Steph Curry are not not, not right now, you know. When the hundred year comes, all right. No, they'll no, for no, sure, no, they'll no. for sure Curry out for sure is on there. Okay. Clay and Harden, I'm going to lead to the 100 year. Okay, maybe right. I'll, I'll pull back a little bit on Clay Thompson, but James Harden, Charles Barkley was one of the 50 greatest players over there. I think James Harden mm-hmm. and Charles Barkley have a very you know, comparable resume. So, Houston, why? yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Big boys. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. But, okay, Harden, I do. It's just like I love and hate him, you know? That's why I don't think I don't want to put on him on the list. But that's why the list is there anyways. It's half biased. We for sure have to have LeBron on there. Like, that's a must. You know, so every year I think you got to find, like, the must and put them on there. We're excited to see that. I definitely think a jersey would be cool. Maybe on the front, you know, you got that little diamond I there. like it. I think it's dope. They have to do it. Nike and them yeah. are all about making money. I would probably buy one, too. That'd be dope. Cool, cool. Let's move on to the injured list. <laughs> Ugh. All right. I don't know if you saw this, but Tory Craig, he went down. What happened, to, what happened to his leg? It feels like uh, whatever Giannis had, his injury, like it channeled <laughs> over to, to Tory Craig, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it passed the bad energy, the bad juju. Oh, my God. This is just like Space Jam, bro. <laughs> Fuck, they're taking like, his powers. No. <laughs> the powers um, are passing. Yeah, so Tory Craig, all the best. We still don't know too much about it, but I think Coach Monty Williams was saying that you know, Craig is a tough dude, so if he was down, you know, it must have been pretty serious. For Milwaukee, we mentioned Dante DiVincenzo. He had a little bit of an ankle oh, yeah, injury. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And, um, yeah, he's a very solid contributor, too. So his presence will be... Um, it will be missed. Yes, <laughs> they need him. Missed. They need every player. They need every player. <laughs> I think those are the two major ones. We still have Giannis. You know, you hold your breath every time. Yeah. But it's that Greek strength, bro. I don't know what it is. <laughs> We're built different. It's the yogurt. <laughs> right? Fuck. <laughs> it's the hummus. <laughs> it's my Mediterranean diet. <laughs> it's fish and nuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, that's the injured list. One more thing before we go, our designated Lakers talk. I don't know if you saw this. Damian Lillard, he's uh, causing a little bit of a, I don't know what it a is. A Twitter storm? <laughs> I guess you could call it that. You know, he's, he's saying that he has no intention of a trade from the Blazers, but at the same time, he's doing all these other secret little hidden, who I do I love? Yeah, what, I, you know, what, what does he say? No, I just saw the uh, him and him and Braun were at Bronny's game, and then, like, all these was like, oh, my God, see, it is happening. But secretly inside, I was also saying, it's happening. <laughs> like, now I hear this, you're telling me, so I'm like, when is his contract over? Is it after next season? Is that what we're doing? Is that what he's hinting? Is that what we're all, you know, getting a little bit antsy about? It's us just being Lakers fans and always wanting more. <laughs> Nothing's ever good enough. But it'd be dope, right? It would be so sick. <laughs> it'd be so sick. Uh, we, don't, we don't even need a bench. Just get us two other starters. That's it. <laughs> other Lakers news. 
Andre Drummond had an AMA, and earlier before that, I think a Lakers fan was like, yo, how come you weren't that good for the Lakers? Yeah. And did you see that? And he's like, ask your coach to play me more, and maybe yeah. I would be better. Him and Kuzma were on that tip. Uh-huh. So, and it was true, though. Remember, I told you, I saw glimpses of Drummond doing pretty decent, but my main thing is, like, I don't think it was that playing. It was like, you just didn't have enough time to, like, be with the team. Cohesion? That, yeah, that, that, they, that they didn't probably have enough confidence in you. To give you all that time in there. Do you want Drummond to stay a Laker? If we can't get anybody better, is that okay to say? I think he's a solid piece. <laughs> he still is. He's a solid double-double. He was on my fantasy Where's team. Where's JaVale? Give me JaVale. Right? JaVale is solid. That's though. a championship winner right there. Pierre four times. That's what we need now. But, yeah, no, I told you, I'm being honest. Like, if it's just for the rebounding and, like, I know his defense, uh-uh, but, you know, being more of an assist rebounder, you know, get your tens in, I'd be so okay with leaving him on the team you know but i see him especially during that interview talking about like he's the star kind of you know like bro that's ships past you know you gotta be like the sixth man of the year now also i think it's gonna be very hard to be the star when you have ad and lebron on your team but i'm glad the fact that like you need that kind of mentality though in order to play at that level so keep doing what you're doing drummond i i would want him as a laker i think he'd be a solid piece to have on the roster I think that's it. This yeah. is probably our this, this is our version of a back-to-back, right? right. Yeah. So uh, game three is Sunday. We'll have another recording session on Monday and get that episode out as soon as possible. And that is going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. We always have a blast dissecting, analyzing, overreacting. That's what we do here. Uh, questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, kindly rate us five stars. It would help us out in the long run. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. And we'll be back here less than a week because we love finals basketball. Go Suns. (laughs) 